1: Bill Flashman, Courtney and David Dennis Jr., Frank Isola. Let me hear it. Most impressive team from week one. Who you got? The Rams. 49ers. 49ers. Biggest woof from week one. Let me hear it. Ooh, nine. the nine. New York
2: football Giants. We nine. will react
1: and we will overreact. And also, look at this. Gah! How do you do, fellow fans? Kind of looks like somebody we know. Let's go round the horn. Is that Pablo? Pablo? Who said Pablo? That's who I thought. I just thought it was like Pablo. He what? is our most robotic of panelist, right, in some way? The robot revolution. If anybody would give his body the science, it would be Pablo. Did not one panelist on this show say the Miami Dolphins as most impressive in week one? Tua Tungabailoa is where we start. 466 yards. Look at the placement on that deep ball. And on this, the game-winning touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. This hookup, Tua to Hill, off to a near record-setting start. And when the defense needed to be there, breaking Justin Herbert down in the last drive. Those cyborgs we showed you that look like Pablo Torre, that is part of a movie promo. But the movie script that we see every year from the Chargers, that they lose games like this. Miami, 36. L.A., 34. It is over Reaction Monday. Let's react over. Who's making an argument today that the Miami Dolphins are a Super Bowl contender? Bill Plasky, around the word to you.
3: That's nuts, Tony. You can't say that because they played the Chargers. The Chargers had a horrible deal. Maybe the Dolphins are great. We don't know. We can't tell from this game. The Chargers played man coverage against arguably the best man coverage quarterback in the league the last two years. Two of through for 334 yards against that man coverage. It was 78 percent of the time trying to cover Tyree Kill. He had five catches of at least 19 yards. He was open all day. All the dropbacks, two ahead, no sacks. They didn't touch him. The Chargers, Brandon Staley, a supposed defensive genius, terrible Chargers. All right, so you're pumping brakes on the Dolphins at least? Pumping brakes. Frank Isola? Possible the Dolphins are a Super
1: Bowl contender after what you saw in week one? Will you say it?
2: Tony, no one's overreacting more than you are. They didn't play the 85 Bears. They even played the best team in L.A., the Rams. I mean, give me a break. The best part about that game was that two has stayed healthy. This guy had not played since Christmas. He can put up good numbers. We were all concerned about his health. Absolutely, but they beat a team that the last time we saw them play was winning 27-7 in a playoff game and lost that game. It's only the Chargers that they beat. Good road win, I'm not going Super Bowl contender
1: after that. Another panelist hitting pause on this Miami season opener win. Courtney Cronin, let me ask you, did you see a team that could contend for the Super Bowl yesterday in Miami?
0: I did, Bill. Frank, come on, guys. They put up 536 yards and 36 points on the road against a team that was in the playoffs last year and a playoff contender this year. That's absurd to say that they're not in that conversation, given what you saw from Tua, who is in the category of best quarterback performances from week one, led all quarterbacks in EPA per play, and watching him and Tyreek Hill string that deep ball together, that's something that's going to be on display this year. That's why they have the most explosive, explosive offense. As of right now in the AFC, they're putting the AFC on notice. I loved what I saw, and guess what? They weren't even the most complete version of themselves that they can be because Teron Armstead was not playing. Imagine what happens when Tua has the full breadth of his pass protection in front of him.
1: And David Dennis Jr., did you see a Super Bowl contender in Miami yesterday?
4: Yeah, Bill, Frank, take this one off. Let the rookies take a, take over mm-hmm. and show you guys what, what the real answer is. The Miami Dolphins are absolutely Super Bowl contenders with the, what we saw this week. Did you see anybody in the, in the AFC? I know there are two teams playing tonight, Bills and Jets, that looked markedly better than this team at the in the AFC. And uh, in addition to that, who is going to stop this squad? Uh, two is passing fourth most passing yards I mean, in a season opener oh, well. in NFL history. They didn't have Armstead, uh, as Courtney said, and they still did not give up any sacks. They are eviscerating that Chargers defense that yeah, again, you can talk about what they did in the playoffs, but they were a playoff team. So this Dolphin squad looks like they have an unstoppable offense and I dare anybody to try to do it. Frank, I'll let you back in here, you can respond.
2: Yeah, well, again, it's, it's the Chargers that they beat. There is a self-importance to this team, though, where the head coach is saying, well, now Tyreek Hill knows how to get open. Excuse me? He didn't get open when he was on the Kansas City <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Chiefs in <laughs> okay, Super Bowls? Making... Now we're talking, like, the first game against the Chargers?
1: Stop, and Plasky,
2: I'll give you That's a too. That's an overreaction, too. too.
3: Why, are they, why are they playing man coverage? Why, nobody plays man coverage against Tyreek Hill. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Unfortunately, Bill's right.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're split on that Fortunately. story. We'll move on to nominee two for impressive week one. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Complete and total domination of the New York Giants. All facets of the game. 40 to nothing to start a season. That's a once in every 30 years score. DeMarcus Lawrence said, definitely feel like we put the league on notice. I think that's an expression Courtney just used to describe Miami. So a lot of notices going out in week one. Frank Isola. You're in New York. This is your account. Was this more about Dallas putting the league on notice or the Giants getting dog-walked at home? No,
2: it's a combination of both, but really Dallas. Think about their first touchdown is uh, special teams. Second touchdown where the game was over then when Saquon Barkley fumbles the ball for a return. Think about this, though, about the Giants. When they lost to the Eagles in the playoffs, they lost 38-7. They lost 40-0. That's 78-7 in their last two games against division opponents. Dallas, though, talent-wise, is at a different level. The big question will be, and they didn't need Dak Prescott last night, later on this the season, can he be a guy in the fourth quarter To lead them to a winning score, that's going to have to happen at some point for them to be a Super Bowl team. But that was impressive. But walk
1: us the whole way through. Then is Dallas a Super Bowl
4: contender? In your after week one, have you seen enough to say that they were? Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, they were last year. They're absolutely David Dennis
4: Jr. This is about the Dallas Cowboys defense and the Dallas Cowboys overall showing that they got the best personnel in the league. What they did defensively to the Giants. Now, the Giants made some, uh, you know, questionable uh, game decisions there with the way they played Daniel Jones and acting like they, you know, he needed to play out that big contract he had instead of, you know, pulling back the reins a little bit. But 65 plays. 30 of those plays were for zero or negative yards. That Cowboys defense was zipping up and down the field. And the way that they were showing the statement at the end of that game, they could have given up a, a garbage touchdown. And Stephon Diggs chased down the receiver and got a fumble. They were not letting anything pass them at that at all that game. 4-0 is a statement. And, yeah, they are a Super Bowl team. They're right there at the top of the NFC. Forty Cronin.
0: They scored 40 points on the road, and none of those came via a passing touchdown from Dak Prescott. That's impressive, but this is about the defense. Micah Parsons is right. They do have the best defense in the NFL. When you think about what they do every single time they face Daniel Jones, they have him under pressure. He doesn't have time to think. He most certainly did not yesterday, under pressure on 55% of his dropbacks, and from the very start, after they gave up those 38 yards, which was the second most of anything throughout the game, they only. Allowed the Giants to gain more than that on one of their 11 remaining drives.
1: And Bill Plashkin sets a trend here. Everybody loves what Dallas did. How could you not? What did you see specifically?
3: I loved it too. This is a Super Bowl team. 11 different players got pressure on the yeah. quarterback. This is the most impressive opening day shutout in the NFL in 24 years. The Cowboys had seven sacks and three takeaways for the first time in 31 years. Dallas is overwhelming. This is a Super Bowl Frank, team. Frank,
1: talk to me about the Giants' playoff team last year. You, you mentioned that they didn't go well in the second round. They did win a playoff game versus Minnesota, but they had an yeah. offseason where they spent money on their quarterback, they spent money on their running back, and here we are. Do you think any differently of them going into week two of a season?
2: It, it's shocking the way that they played when they've had all offseason to prepare for this one game. I still worry about Daniel Jones. To me, the jury is still out. I know they gave him a lot of money, but this this league is so quarterback driven. Is he really that guy? I get it. he could win one playoff game. Can you win multiple playoff games? I'm not. They so are sure. very he not happy to run night, with. And he him. wasn't protected and he's either. He's
1: very good running the football, but that's almost like found money, right? When you when you when you find money right. in your pocket, what's oh, great? I mean, he was getting hits. He can't take hits like that. Yep. They had the, the, the turf line. all over his face. He had those images last night. One more nominee for most impressive week one it's not a team it's a player i'm going to ask you who was the number one rated passer in the league through one week in the nfl season anyone he's on the screen right there jordan love jordan love three touchdowns no mistakes benefited from a whole lot of yards after catch packers land base to the bears 38 to 20 other side of the field not a great sign when you start the season with asari Justin Fields apologizing to teammates and Bears fans with a sorry, it sucks. Port, you were there. Take away from Jordan Love and from Justin Fields.
0: With Jordan Love, they didn't ask him to do anything he wasn't capable of, and he still put up 245 yards and three passing touchdowns. Now, I think the adjustments that they made after he overthrew some receivers in the first half to get Aaron Jones involved in the game in the second half, that was the dagger. The Bears didn't have any counter for that. And on the flip side of this with Justin Fields, this felt like a continuation of the things that we saw last year. How does DJ Moore, your number one receiver, only have two targets in the second quarter of this game? And Justin Fields on the run, the pass protection was terrible, only four pass attempts that went 10 yards downfield. That's not a game plan that really exudes confidence in your quarterback's ability to air Bill Plasky.
3: Jordan Love was stunning. I had no idea. I mean, I hadn't really seen him before. He was eight for 10 on third and fourth down plays for, for seven first downs. And all the complaints Aaron Rodgers had about no receivers, I haven't heard of half of these guys he threw the ball to. Musgrove and, and Reed and he, these kids. I mean, he's getting the job done, and I had no idea he had his in him. Jordan Love, most impressive right, Guy performance of week one.
2: I'll tell you what, Bill's paying attention because he happens to be right. I mean, let's remember Aaron Rodgers is making his board. debut tonight on this air, on this network. All we've heard about all offseason was Aaron Rodgers. All we heard about during the preseason on Hard Knocks, the Aaron Rodgers infomercial was all about him. The guy that replaced him, think about the pressure that was on this guy to go on the road, division opponent. That was an, I thought that was the biggest story of the day. I thought that was an outstanding performance. And David
4: Dennis, Jr.? It's time. It is time to put the Justin Fields-Chicago Bears experiment off to glory. This is time what? to put the passion. I'm tired of wow. what I'm saying. Wow. Wait wait, 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 wait. wait. This is a hot take. I don't know. It's week one. I, I do not know. No, no, I, it's not. It's week one, but there's been years of this. There, we have not seen this Chicago Bears franchise be able to put anything that looks like success behind this this quarterback. When I'm watching Jordan Love play playing Justin Fields, I don't think there's a big gulf in talent. But what I see is one franchise that's putting winners around the quarterback, and another franchise has no clue what to do with him. There were four times they started uh, runs at second and seventeen. He was pressured on 65% of his dropbacks. That defense was a paper. So you're saying the team hasn't built around
1: fields in the best way you're not saying that fields is it can't make it in this league are you david no 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 yeah 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 yeah. i'm
4: saying that that franchise has not given him a chance Courtney, i'm going to give you the last word on this you did
1: hit pause because this summer there was a lot of hype justin fields is he an mvp candidate you hit pause on that previously on our show but specifically what you saw was the malfunction yesterday
0: a lot of it was the game plan. They threw a lot of screen passes, and that was to combat the deficiencies that they have up front. But even with Fields trying to get the ball out quickly, it didn't really have anywhere to go. And he admitted that there were a lot of things that he could have done differently. Matt Eberflus said today that Justin needs to play better. But this is also on play calling and putting your quarterback in a situation that he can succeed when they get behind the chain.
1: They're 5-21. Game. The started. Dennis, Isola that. just realized they're in a show to an NFL reporter on an NFL Monday. Take a break. Buy or sell next.
2: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more.
5: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase.
1: Joe Burrow signing the richest deal in NFL history Saturday. The Bengals having the woofiest performance of week one Sunday, non-Giants category. Browns 24 since E3, 82 yards passing for Burrow, 45% completions, career lows for both. Courtney, are you blaming the matchup, the calf injury that kept him out for a month of the preseason, the rain, or are you crediting that blitzing Browns defense?
0: There were 12 minutes left in the first quarter when Miles Garrett is crossing up the Bengals' offensive line. This has everything to do with Cleveland's defense. Jim Schwartz was in his bag. Remember, this is somebody whose MO is not to blitz. They blitzed Joe Burrow on 39% of his dropbacks yesterday, and they wanted to switch up the looks. On that sack that you showed, the fourth and four, you know where Miles Garrett was lined up? At inside linebacker. Three other plays where that happened. Three incompletions.
4: David Dennis Jr. There are a lot of things that the, you can just brush off this week. The rain, uh, you can say that Burrow's leg is going to get better. You can talk about this weird stat that since 2021, the Bengals have lost uh, five games by more than three points. Four of them have been to the Browns. Those are sort of weird things. But one thing that you cannot brush off is the fact that the Achilles heel for this Bengals has been the offensive line, and they got destroyed once again, and they cannot hold up against a high-level uh, defensive line. I okay, sold
2: yeah, the Browns may have a legit defense, but let's remember Joe Burrow did get hurt on July 27th and you have to be really concerned because this guy has set a certain standard and clearly he was below standard in that game. He didn't look like I could move that well, how long is it going to take him to get healthy? Big concern for the
3: Cincinnati the Bengals. Game. Yeah, this is about Joe Burrow. He could barely walk out there. You could see him in the sogginess and the, the leg hurt him. He was blitz. He couldn't handle the blitz. Remember last year, he threw four picks in the first opener. The Bengals lost their first few games last year. He'll be fine. They'll they
1: did be- respond very well. The question I would then ask is, is this an after effect of starters not playing in the preseason? Because we may have had that with another team in our next topic. Eagles-Patriots. Philly jumped out 16-0 so quick. And then the slog came. Final score, 25-20. Philadelphia. Mac Jones to Boote. was inches away from being another first down and a real chance for New England to win this game late. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni said the starters not playing in the preseason was the reason for the up and down game. David, buy or sell that?
4: I'm selling that. One or two series is not going to determine how you play in week one and they need the rest quite frankly because inexplicably they play a game in three days uh, on on Thursday night against the Vikings teams. They need all the rest they can get. This is about the Patriots team being the Patriots, being the Bill Belichick coach team despite his. poor decision to go for fourth and 17 at the end of that game. He's a defensive mastermind. He knows how to slow down these offenses. Mac Jones is going to look better when he has a competent, actual offensive coordinator there. They were at home. It was rainy. These are the games that you can win ugly if you're the Eagles. So a win is a win for you, and,
1: and you're all right with Philly. Frank Isola?
4: Yeah,
2: uh, David is right. That's a Bill Belichick defense number one. You are getting a right. win on the road. I don't think Nick Sirianni says that after the game if they had lost. He would have said, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have done better in the preseason and played these guys. He said that to placate the media. Yeah, you guys are right. Maybe maybe we'll play more. And then he talked about one or two series they would he play. He said it is to placate the media? Much of is that what you just said?
1: 100%. Think she cares what you people 100%. think? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Bill Vlaschke.
3: The team in my town invented the act of not playing players in preseason. The Rams, the Rams. yeah, yeah. And yeah. They, went two, they went to two, two Super Bowls in four years. So, mm-hmm. no, don't do it. Don't risk the injury. This is Bill Belichick having eight months to prepare. This is the Eagles with a new coordinator. This is them just getting, getting their feel for the game. And they won the game. And they won. What are we talking about? They won the game. 40 That's the bottom line.
0: This is a lot about Bill O'Brien and what he's dialing up for this New England Patriots offense. They, I do, they had two chances to win this game in the final five minutes to come back and take the lead. And a lot of it was unforced errors. There was the Kendrick Bourne drop on third and 12, Kayshaun Butte on fourth and 11, couldn't get the other foot in. But I do like what I saw. I think this is going to really help Mac Jones in his development in And
1: for Philly, any stock in the, we didn't play in the preseason, so we're off to the start you saw. Do you buy that?
0: think it's a throwaway excuse but I don't think it's going to change anything at this point next year either that they will have played their starters more in the preseason
1: mm-hmm. Frank Isola interesting strategy from him today he liked the points everybody else made which then made me give everybody else points and say goodbye to Thank Frank, you Frank and David Davis here as well go in showdown next
5: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get five dollars off with code Eight Save. That's the number eight S A V E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be.
1: All three rookie QBs who started lost. Rookie running back and Joker Bijan Robinson scored for the Falcons in their win. Every new coach lost, including Sean Payton, after all the talk he had this offseason. Which of the debutants you want to talk about, Bill Plaschke?
3: I'm going with Anthony Richardson. I think he showed so much promise, threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, and had his team in a position to win the game in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter.
1: Courtney Cronin?
0: Did you see the juke move that Bijan Robinson put on that Carolina defender in the highlight? This is exactly what Arthur Smith promised us. He is an explosive playmaker, and he contributed early.
1: Nobody wants to say Sean Payne after all the talking. The Broncos scored 16 points, the same points-per-game average they had last year, in a loss at home to the Raiders will move on. Another nominee for Most Impressive Week 1. Was the San Francisco 49ers? You know how they smoked the Steelers 30 to 7, but Nick Bosa after the game said, Brock Purdy, shut up some haters. Courtney, can you have a hate shutting week one win?
0: Brock Purdy sure can. This team came out with their hair on fire, and this is the best defense that they're gonna face in the first quarter or so of the season. Brock Purdy with the elbow injury looked awesome mm-hmm. yesterday. Good on him and shutting up those no haters. Plashky. Whoever they well, are.
3: If their hair is on fire, good thing you're wearing helmets. I, that's 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 really uh, uh, opportune. No, I, I'm going for Pro- Brock Purdy, the first quarterback in history to win his first six games and throw two touchdowns in each game. He's for that's real.
1: That's a good stat. I didn't know there were any haters to Brock Purdy. Everybody loved him. He was the last pick in the draft. Thanks. He had a near-perfect rookie season until he got hurt. We'll move on. Showdown three, U.S. Open, the bigger result. Coco Gauff winning major number one. Or Novak Djokovic winning major number 24, Bill Flaschke.
3: Well, I'm going for the Joker. He ties Margaret court for most Grand Slam wins. He's the oldest Open winner in nearly 100 years. And he wore number 24 in honor of Kobe Bryant after mm-hmm. the game, yeah. bringing the Lakers to New York. <laughs> Cody Crody.
0: There it is. Coco Gauff, it was such an incredible there moment with is. her and her father after the match and how good she's been since Wimbledon. The haters. Apparently, she's got everybody's username. She grew up in an, area of, in an era of social media, and she knows how to who handle it. Who are these I
1: haters? The she's afterwards. beloved as well. I don't understand this. Yeah, for Djokovic to tie Court Smith, who had some of those wins before the Open era, and to win in the U.S. Open after he couldn't play last year because of the vaccine. Point. Bull
3: Thank you, Tony. It's stunning. We had to wait to the end of the show to talk about the most incredible victory yesterday in the NFL the Rams beat the Seahawks. The Rams, who I wrote, should tank for Caleb Williams. Came out. Matthew Stafford was unbelievable. 304 yards passing. The young secondary held Geno Smith to 112 yards. The Rams scored on every possession in the second half. They shook the Seahawks out in the second half. The Rams are better than I thought. Wait, you, going wrote be they you wrote they should tank. Sean McVeigh. You wrote they should tank.
1: You actually – everything I just Football did to give you
2: points. I get it. Tank in week one.